Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm Sean Oak. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Sean, welcome to your first substantive uh, episode of Caveat. Oh, hi, Laura. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on here, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun one. Code of ethics, everybody's favorite topic. Yeah, I'm I'm I myself am getting up to speed on the code of ethics. Yes. Today, we're going to talk about Article 16, and that's the one that everybody knows as stopping you from, quote, going behind the sign. Yeah, but what exactly does that mean? And are there any exceptions? Well, let's start with the text of Article 16, which states, Realtors shall not engage in any practice or take any action inconsistent with exclusive representation or exclusive brokerage relationship agreements that other realtors have with clients. Pretty short and straightforward. Until you focus on the 20 standards of practice which elaborate and create exceptions. Today, we're going to focus on the standards of practice that create some exceptions that allow you to directly contact a client who is represented by another agent. The first is standard of practice 16-3 which says that you are allowed to contact the client of another agent to offer a different type of real estate services than what are currently being offered. For example, if a property is listed for sale, you can contact the owner about listing the property for lease and then managing the property. But there is an exception to the exception here. You cannot use information from the MLS or any other offer of cooperation to target clients of other realtors to offer those services. The next exception is in standards of practice 16-4 and 16-5, which say that if you ask a broker the expiration date and the nature of their exclusive brokerage agreement, and then they refuse to give you that information, you are allowed to contact the client directly. When you do contact the client, you are allowed to ask about the information on when the brokerage agreement is up, and what the nature is. You can also discuss the terms upon which you might represent the client in the future, or even sign a brokerage agreement that will become effective on the expiration of the existing exclusive agreement. The final SOP we're going to touch on today is 16-6. This standard of practice says that if you are contacted by a client of another realtor about creating an exclusive relationship, you can discuss the terms upon which you might enter into a future agreement or enter into an agreement that will become effective when the existing exclusive relationship expires. The key here is that the client initiates the contact and you have not directly or indirectly initiated the discussions. All right, Sean, let's go to the legal hotline. All right, let's do it. I called a listing broker to ask when their exclusive listing agreement was up. How long do I have to wait before I reach out to the client directly? The Code of Ethics doesn't give a specific time frame in which the listing broker has to respond, but it does need to be reasonable. You certainly need to wait more than an hour or two, but probably not a week. This is going to be a bit fact-specific and will depend on things like whether you reached out at 10 p.m. on the Friday of a holiday weekend 
or 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. If I'm driving down the street and I see a for sale sign that's been in a front yard for several weeks, can I reach out to the owner to see if they would list it for rent? The code of ethics does not prevent you from doing this, so long as you don't use any information from the MLS to contact the owner. Seeing a for sale sign in the front yard is not an offer of compensation, so you'd fall within standard of practice 16-3. But if you start looking through the MLS for properties that are listed for sale that you'll offer to rent, or vice versa, then you would be in violation of the code of ethics. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the law and ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as the substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2022. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.